Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, guys, just when we thought gas prices were high, what are they, like $1.50 more than they were a year ago? Analysts are now predicting that they're going to go even higher in a new report. I saw this on CNN. So you know if CNN is reporting it, it's getting bad. This is according to a J.P. Morgan analyst. It warns its clients that crude oil will hit $125, $125 a barrel next year and a staggering $150 a barrel in 2023. Okay, so what does this mean in they think these analysts are predicting that we will see nationwide an average of five dollars a gallon of unleaded gas. And that's not taking into account the taxes that states like New York, Oregon and California slap at the pump. I mean, this is so outrageous. And rather than reopen the Keystone Pipeline, rather than ask our fellow states like Alaska or even Canada, the whole reason behind this, according to the analysts, is because OPEC simply doesn't have the logistics or the capital to deliver the amount of oil the United States needs. Why are we asking OPEC and Russia or anybody else when we have oil here? We had a fully functioning pipeline ready to go. So you have mm. to wonder what is really going well, on here. You're missing uh, the point, I think, Lydia. This is good. This will curb consumption. We'll have less uh, carbon emissions going up into the atmosphere and we won't die in, uh, you know, what, seven years, 10 years? What's the prediction? Uh, this is a, right. actually a good thing. So well, exactly. people stay home and they won't drive and uh, and we'll all be happy and healthy. Well, I was listening to Buttigieg and he was talking about how electric car uh, vehicles are great, especially for the lower income and people in poor communities. And I'm listening to him like, so what? you want poor people to rely on electric cars and windmills and solar panels that are not the most reliable. And yet. You're probably he's probably I know he rides around on his little bike, but I guarantee you yeah. he has gas at his home. Oh, no, no. I Re- remember you. the uh, uh, videotape of him driving to a uh, cabinet yes. meeting in an and- SUV. Uh, and he got out about two blocks away from where he was supposed to go. Two blocks away. They take a, a bike out of the back of the SUV. He puts on a helmet, gets on the bike and <laughs> rides the two blocks to the uh, to wherever the hell he was. the transportation uh, building down in D.C., it was hilarious. No, first of all, these uh, electric cars are very expensive. Very expensive these days. We're not ready for this type of crap. And solar and wind, I mean, we're not ready for that either. We, we're just not ready They're for not it. They're not reliable. Solar no. and wind, it's not reliable. And and the solar panels and the electric car batteries, they're made in China. And you know what this reminds me of? So in North Korea, I saw that story that Kim Jong-un, he made popular the leather coat, the leather trench, you know, so like it's kind of like mobster looking. And so 
he said the reason he's banning it is because he doesn't want the commoners to wear it because they're wearing cheap plastic faux leather imitations because he says the leather coat is only should only be reserved for the elites. And then I started thinking and I said to my husband, this kind of reminds me of like what the radical leftists are doing to us about energy. It's okay for them to use the gas. It's okay for them to have security, but they want the regular folks like me and you to be reliant on unreliable sources of energy like solar, like wind, and not to have any police. And so we can die in the streets. And it's like rules for thee, but not for me. It's, it is, it's becoming, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I know I sound a little dramatic, but when, when they're talking about this two tier system, it is very North Korea-ish. Oh, sure. Uh, you had uh, Biden go to the climate summit. First, he went to Rome. What was it, an 80-car summit? <laughs> and then, then he went to Scotland for the uh, idiotic uh, climate summit of idiocy, as the New York Post called it. And the same thing. They had uh, these big, long caravans of SUVs and airfields full of private jets, which John Kerry took. And he says, well, I'm fighting climate change. I have to take a private jet. Of course, yeah. It's uh, uh, hypocrisy and uh, double standards. Left and right. These people don't know what they, we, we don't trust. Do you trust these people to do anything? It's just supposed to come from private enterprise, not from the government from the top down, but from private enter- enterprise on up. That's how you do it. Innovation, make it efficient, make it affordable, and we'll switch to electric. And by the way, so what if the uh, planet in 20 years, <laughs> the, the, the temperature rises 0.4 degrees? Who gives a rat's ass? Well, it doesn't matter when you have China, they're firing up their coal plants. And I don't know why the government is trying to act like it's our father, like our strict father. They want to be our daddy. In Spain, you saw there that they never implemented a vaccine mandate. And yet 90% of the population is vaccinated there because they used persuasion incentives. And here in America, it's like vaccine mandates. You have to be vaccinated. And then you got Hochul, like you, I heard Bo Deedle before, postponing elective surgeries. We're going to see, we saw it during the pandemic. And now we're seeing these side effects from it. People that didn't get the surgeries, didn't go to the doctor. They have cancer. It's progressed. And all of these domino effect issues that are happening because of they're using the virus they're using now the energy they're using the masks as political pawns to control us and that's ultimately mm. what this is about they have what, this ultimate control and they don't want to give it up what if uh, some lady has a, a, a like one of her fake boobs starts leaking oh she can't get it fixed now she's got one boob sticking out and the other one is leaking i mean uh, th- this is not right could be a disaster this is wrong right yeah, what if she's working on her traps and her quads like sid and it pops uh oh! While she's bench pressing, you know, Sid, in all seriousness, there is uh, there's a lady <laughs> on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, her name is oh, she's on Potomac. I got confused. Her name is Doctor Wendy, but she gets about as much uh, plastic surgery as Dolores. And Portia Williams is going to join us at nine o'clock from Atlanta, and that's all these girls do. I mean, every other week they're going to Doctor Joseph Michaels and Doctor Carolac and Doctor this and Doctor that. So these girls, for them. We're kind of joking about it, and for others, it may mean losing their jobs, which is not funny. But these girls, they live for that. Now, That's now, all they do. do you, when the alternative is go to the gym, just keep it tight. Uh, for example, you think Halle Berry does that stuff? I don't think so, no. No. 
No. I mean, and that—that's yeah. the—that's the real answer, not all yeah. this fake. She uh, did look great in that movie. I'm telling you, that. But movie elective bruised. surgeries could even be like a knee replacement. They could determine that's, that's elective surgery, and people could be in pain. You're right. Speaking no, you're of right. Portia, I'm very disappointed she's not going to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's promoting her new show, right? Her family show with her new husband. Yes, the Portia, rich guy. Portia Family Matters, but she's really here today to promote her book more than the show because oh, she's got a book signing at Portia. Portia. Noble and uh, in New Jersey Portia. tonight. Yeah. Are you surprised I know that, the pursuit of Portia? No, I, I know that you know all the housewife stuff. I, I, I keep telling you we should She's do a podcast beautiful. together, you and I. Yes, I'm down. I'm down. And I also, because I have that Faith and Family podcast, I want to get the number of that psychic. And I want to talk about, like, the other world, like the spiritual oh, realm. Oh, Gina. She was on with me and Bernie, yes. that girl? Yes. She yes. was great. You got so, it. Yes. yes. Thank Hook you. Hook me up. Hook You're me in. up. Thank you. You should also do a podcast about your workout regime. We could do Both that, too. Both of you. Fact, both we, of you. I'm serious. Both of you have like really, for no offense, for how old you are, you're like in really, really good shape. And to be up this early in the morning and to have all this energy for four hours straight, it's remarkable. It's really good. You so, say that you. to all the fellas, thank Lydia. You. Come on. I, I, I no, tell listen. it like it is. Thank so tune you, in five you. o'clock tonight. John Katzmatidis. We're going to have Alan Dershowitz on. He's our constitutional scholar. And of course, he'll be talking about this issue, crude oil and inflation, stagflation, all of that. We'll break it all down and make it into common sense so everybody can understand what is really going on here in America. So we, five o'clock cats at night. We love Thanks, Lydia Serrani on the Bernie and Sitcho.